This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And much like Titus Andronicus, I find it a lot easier to wash your hands for 20 seconds if you only have one. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Dylan Kreider. Dylan, welcome back, man. Oh, it's good to be back. I'm finally, you know, not in my editing cage. I don't have to have headphones on. I'm actually able to, you know, see the light. It's wonderful up here. Where's all the people? Uh, well, funny thing, Dylan. Uh, while you were away, uh, in your little tiny box, uh, the world has decided to try and kill itself. Or more specifically, some people made some poor decisions, and those poor decisions uh, exponentially increased all the way to the point where we are kind of in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, shit. Okay. So, middle of a pandemic. Uh, did you bring me up here to watch some sort of anime about a pandemic? and people trying to save the world? Oh, that would be too on on point. No, no, no. There's too much focus and frustration on the current state of things, so I want to make something that'll help people you know, uh, relax, have some fun. And it's been a while since we've gotten a chat with you specifically. And you have your own weird little fan base that uh, they they send some weird emails, man. I know you don't always read the emails, but there are some times where it's like, and I would let Dylan run my podcast any day. And I don't think they're talking about literal podcasts. Oh, shit. I like running podcasts. I like editing. I like doing stuff like that. But hey, Team Dylan is the best team on our Discord. Uh, I can agree with that. Uh (laughs) Even Remington's on Team Dylan. Yeah, it's a amazing I'm not. I just feel like I've been permanently banned from it for some reason. Maybe it's because of all the porn I've sent you. Uh, But porn aside, uh, Dylan, uh, today I wanted to... the two main reasons for me having you here is one, social distancing is a thing and it's going to be a bit difficult to have uh, Remington in the studio for a while since he lives a bit uh, farther away. You live much closer and uh, are a very healthy individual so it's okay to slightly uh, break quarantine a little bit for you. I mean, uh, social distancing is approximately six feet, right? Yeah, and right. we've got about six feet between us right now, which is very good. Uh, well, let me just uh, do some measuring. Uh, I know you're very proud. Just keep it in your pants. You can use a measuring tape it's not that hard. That's what I was grabbing. You really need to talk about your nicknames, man. It, they are just scrass and unfortunate. I go to Home Depot once with you and you make a scene. I'm sorry. They asked me if I needed help mixing my paint. And that does not mean you're allowed to give them a show. That costs money. We have a Patreon for that. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. It's okay, Dylan. Uh, so as our overall schedule is going to be a bit weird for the next couple weeks uh, until this is done, we are going to get a little bit more uh, Dylan content in the works. Uh, Just while we try and figure out how to set up a a semi-decent quality microphone for our dear friend Remington so we can at least try remote recording, Uh, be prepared for some interesting audio quality stuff. Uh, All USB microphones are shit. We're aware, Dylan. I know how you felt about my snowball recording. Please no more snowballing on the podcast, Sean. I'll try not to, man, but provided our box doesn't die on us again, it won't happen. Uh, And Dylan, today I've brought you down to do a good old-fashioned episode. Uh, Last time you were uh, primarily on the show, if I remember correctly. Uh, Let's see. The first time you were on, we talked about waifus and the the weirdness of Yuno Gasai. This time I want to do an an actual proper episode with you because I feel like you deserve this. I feel like you deserve a chance to watch something, to experience something with me, and have conversation with me about it uh so 
Today, I've picked a nice little uh, easy short anime. Uh, the hardest part, I will say, about doing uh, this show with someone who's not Remington uh, is one, I mean, there's just a certain lack of hair in the room. Like, we are very long-haired folk, but Remington's got us beat by twice. Give it time. I'm, I'm taking my biotin. I am exercising my hair muscles daily. I, soon, my hair will be past my tits. <laughs> You're going to be, you can be one of those mermaids that you get to see in all the old car children's cartoons. Merman. Oh, please, Dylan. We all know that you like the idea of having the feminine side come out. Yeah, and I mean, come on. Just having some starfish uh, suck on my tits all day like a bra. Nothing wrong with that. Well, there are several things wrong with that, but I'm not going to go into it. Disney did it. Yes. If Disney can do it, we can do it. We're an explicit podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Disney, it's like PG. They had a castle made out of dicks and they got away with it. Where's my castle made out of dicks, Sean? Uh, it's in the fan fiction people keep sending us. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, along with other monstrosities. Uh, uh, which are being read on the Patreon, for those of you that uh, are into that. Way for the shameless plug, my friend. Usually Anytime. that's my gig. Uh, so, Dylan, today I've got an anime for you. And it's an anime that is relevant to both of our interests. That's concerning, because yeah. we have some weird interests. Oh, yes, very much so. Uh, and I wanted to choose one that I could show you without too many people being uh, livid at me for not showing Remington. And who knows, maybe... Uh, the more Dylan episodes we do, the more likely I'll double up on episodes so we can get proper Remboy in here. And maybe we'll have you as a guest spot for those. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to do some experimenting. We're in a very experimental phase of the podcast right now, mostly due to the fact that the world is trying to kill itself. Uh, Much like a 14-year-old girl with both experimentation and suicide. Fuck, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dylan, I love you, you edgy cunt. Uh, very much so. Uh, but Dylan... We uh, today, I was going to try and find something super dark, super edgy, super Dylan-flavored. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of them uh, were going to be ones that I really needed to show Remington, and others I had to hedge my bets on. So today, I fixed something a bit more safe. Maybe the next time we get together, we'll do something a bit more uh, your forte. But instead, I chose an interest that you and I have shared for quite some time, uh, as long as we know each other, practically. Uh, and that, my friend, is alcohol. Ooh, boozy, boozy, booze. All right. Okay. I am, I mean, I still need to give you the bottle of wine that I made for you. and Yes, please. Uh, I believe I gave you a bottle of one of the first meads I ever made. Is it still in your fridge? I oh, know. no. I polished that off ages ago. Uh, uh, some of our friends still have theirs, and that was the first bottle of wine that, not necessarily the first one that I made, but the first one that I bottled and actually gave away. Yeah, yeah. and you gave me a very nice Ahegao uh, label, which oh, was... that one, yes, okay. Which uh. was very, very surreal, to say the least. Uh, and it was quite good for a first attempt. Like, the dragon fruit was, like, fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, that was the uh, dragon fruit one. That was one of my experimentations. There was also the actual normal mead that I ended up making. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I gave bottles. you, uh, what was it, three, four years ago around Some Something like that, yeah. Plastic brown PET bottles. And then I properly corked the bottles that I gave you. Um, yeah. And I've moved over to swing top bottles for this new one. Yes, they are. Oh, you're going to love it. This is the part where we say drink responsibly. Yes, please. <laughs> no, seriously. Drink responsibly. Do not overdo it because alcohol is an addictive substance. And that can cause so much pain throughout not only your life, but the lives of your loved ones. After all, I'm Irish. I know this deeply. I'm German. I know the same. Which is why I figured it'd be a great topic for us to talk about since we both love alcohol. I have a healthy respect for it. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes, you know, sometimes life hurts, but you got to be careful when it hurts because... Uh, yeah, I'm st I'm still sorry about a sister's all you need, man. I'm so sorry about that. I did Eggs! <laughs> it was only the first five minutes. Uh, it's, uh, 
It got more tame, I suppose, but yes, eggs. <laughs> Don't worry, Dylan. We'll cover that one another time. Oh. But alcohol in particular seemed like a fun topic for us because as well, what else are we supposed to do in quarantine? Practice our mixology skills. Uh, in fact, my quarantine coffee is really just a margarita with no coffee. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's like an Irish coffee just without the coffee part. It's just straight up whiskey. Exact mundo, my friend. Oh my god, and a little bit of cream, which is very strange because it curdles and it's not good. There's many cocktails that also involve doing that, and it's horrible. I am never having a brain hemorrhage ever again. I would hope not, because you know you're my friend, and as you know, much as we occasionally bicker, I kind of like having you around, and I I'd uh, also much rather have you not experience an Irish car bomb. Oh, God. First of all, that is probably the most culturally insensitive drink I've ever heard of. Also, it's gross. Yeah, they're disgusting. Absolutely vile. Like, don't get me wrong. If it's a drink that you like to drink, great. There are better names for it. Better names and much better tasting beverages. You don't want a drink that curdles. That's not okay. Ugh, no. Ugh, God, when you're using cream in any alcoholic beverage, you have to do it correctly. Whether it would, like, with a proper tempered, like, Irish cream or, you know, a, a dry shake that actually makes it not a disgusting, lumpy mess. Hell, whipped cream on a cocktail is a solid option, uh, like the uh, blowjob. Dylan, we've talked about uh, you giving me blowjobs on the show, and uh, unfortunately, it's not going to fly as much. Apparently, intoxicated me is not as fun as uh, sober me, as far as I'm told. Oh, we need to have a drunk Sean episode. I have no idea what that would be like. I'd probably just be very, either very sad, very lovey, or very, well, the, the latter kind of leads into the former. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes the next time. So, uh, uh, what's with today's boozy show? Uh, so, today... I've come across a uh, a cute little show, uh, a little uh, short form anime by the title of Osake wa Fufu ni Nate Kara. Osake wa Fufu ni Katawa. Uh, Osake wa Fufu ni Nate Kara. Nate Kara. I'm yeah. never gonna pronounce that correctly. So what's English title? It took me title? a couple tr- times, and I have no <laughs> idea if I'm even pronouncing it correctly. I'm still working on Japanese, folks. I'm 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 hanging out with the owl. He's teaching me uh, <laughs> as best as he can. He is just an owl. He is just an owl, and he will break your kneecaps if you do not listen to him. That's why I've been practicing. Uh, but the uh, proper title that you will be able to pronounce properly is simply, Love is Like a Cocktail. That's fair, actually. How would you say that? You know, you can get intoxicated on love, but also, if you uh, overindulge yourself, there can also be a bit of a burnout, and it can really suck and hurt. Oh, that was actually a lot deeper than I expected. I'm a deep dude sometimes, thank you very much. It's true, it's true. Uh, but not as deep as your uh, alcohol collection, it seems, sometimes. So much so that you have to make your own. Hey, that is how I initially got into drinking. The, not the first thing I ever drink, but first thing I ever drink was a shot of tequila that my stepfather handed me when I was 13. Don't drink underage, kids. Do not drink underage. Uh, also, don't do what I do, and I started brewing mead and wine at the age of 15. <laughs> yeah, you see why we keep Dylan around, right? He's an interesting guy. Also a very concerning guy. We have to keep an eye on him or else things go bad. Things uh, go very, very bad when I go missing. Very. It's dark. It's it's darker than the jokes Dylan makes usually. Uh, and to be fair, kids shouldn't be listening to us in the first place, but all the same, drink responsibly and uh, wait till your appropriate legal age. That is an official, official stance from us. That is, yes, that is genuinely the official stance from us. If you're in the United States, I know it sucks. Some places you won't be able to drink at all in the States or in even other nations. You can't drink at all. Just abide by their laws and go to somewhere a bit better. We live in Utah. We get it. Yeah, trust me. Like this place, this state is drier than frickin' Nevada. Which now that I think about it, not a great reference considering how much booze is in Nevada. Oh no, it's absolutely fantastic for alcohol there, especially the liquor shops on the border. They have warehouses that you can just 
walk on in, and you can spend accidentally several thousand dollars and fill your entire car. It's lovely. And this is why uh, Dylan's not in charge of the Patreon. No, that's all on Remington. He's the smart one with money. I make booze. <laughs> Fantastic. But the anime is called Love is Like a Cocktail. Came out in fall of uh, 2017. Not super highly rated, but it's to be expected with these short form animes. There's a bit of a strange curve in quality when it comes to them. There's some that are extremely god awful, some that are really quite decent. And then there's like this bell curve in the middle that's like, these are okay and entertaining and I don't mind watching them. I don't know if it's fantastic or not. Okay, so on one end, you've got your uh, Four Stray Five. Was yeah. that more a short form? It, it, ten minutes a piece. I'd, I'd consider it okay. uh, a short form enough. And then you've got, I'd say, probably closer to Pop Team Epic on the <laughs> other side. Technically, Pop Team Epic is a full uh, full-length series, my dude. Granted, it is split right down the middle. Yeah, it's split in the middle, and it's very sketch comedy, so I'm, in my opinion, it's... Yeah, yeah. But it does still count as a full... Okay, I will uh, concede uh, that fact. A show-related one would be, uh, I can't understand what my husband is saying. Rue, yes, that is also a really good one. Very good one. This one, I would say, is a bit in the middle, leaning towards that end. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty straightforward one. It is literally just a cute little story, not even a story really, just a cute little slice of life about uh, this married couple and uh, their relationship with alcohol. Because uh, their relationship starts with alcohol, which is usually a bad sign, but in this case, kind of wholesome. <laughs> I mean, every relationship I've had that started with alcohol has not gone to a good place. It's true, it's true. And that's why I'm here right now. <laughs> That's what you get for offering booze to an Irishman. Uh, so I get locked the... up in his basement and made forced to make booze for him all day. <laughs> I'm glad you've upgraded from a toilet to a keg, though. It's very, it's much classier that way. Well, you actually gave me the keg this time. Exactly. Initially, all I had was the toilet, and I had to, you know, occasionally scoop it all out and put it on the floor so I could use the toilet. Look, times are hard. Money is tight. We got to do all we got to do. That's, that's why, why we, we have we a Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Uh, shameless shilling aside, the general synopsis is this. Uh, Chisato uh, Mizusawa is a calm, collected assistant office manager who is very stern and strict on the outside. The very, uh, straightforward. Uh, but she actually has a bit of a secret side. Uh, whenever she gets home, she, uh, she immediately comes into the loving embrace of her husband and requests a drink. And she turns into kind of the really goofy, genki girl, happy-go-lucky girl when drunk. You know, it's a very, it's a very Umaru-chan type of thing. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, just in an adult person and less of a, you know, turning into a, like, a shameful gremlin. It just turns into someone who... It's kind of silly, little ditzy. Can't okay. handle their alcohol too well. Much like me. Okay. Yeah, because her whole thing is, like, on the outside, she always refuses to go out drinking because she knows she can't handle her alcohol. But exactly. her husband is a bartender. So whenever she goes home and she loves to drink, it's just, you know, it's much better to do it with uh, the person you love the most and not have to make a fool of yourself because that's what uh, she's embarrassed about. You do it in a safe, secure environment. It will prevent it from being too much of a problem. But that does still sound like a recipe for functional alcoholism, which is still not good for you and can do un a lot of damage to your body. Yeah, and thankfully this show doesn't like, it's not uh, your typical uh, anime uh, alcoholic uh, waifu type where they just come home and you see just like piles of beer cans. No, the whole show is literally just her coming home, saying hi to her husband, a little bit of comedy f thrown in here. Some of the jokes are good, some of them kind of mm, falter. Uh, like I said, middle of the road, it's only got 
got a 6.7 on Mal, so not too bad, but not too terrible either. That sounds pretty terrible for the weebs. Yeah, but it's short form. You know, mm. not one, not many people watch it, and two, not many people are, are going to review it. I think this only has, uh, oh, well, 40,000 ratings. That's not too okay. bad. And my understanding, uh, especially based on what Remington tells me of Mal Weeb score, is it's closer to seven is where you're going to find average. That's probably where you're going to break yep. even. Yeah, it's, it's 6.96, which is about seven. Okay, so, so I'm right about average, let's say. Oh, yeah. I'd say that's fine within rounding error. Yeah, and like the only like real variation in this is whether or not the comedy lands and whether or not you care about alcohol. Because I mean, that's because the whole show is it's literally she comes home, talks to her husband, her husband makes her drink and tells us how to make it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this so, is this is oh. an educational show. Okay, so it's going to be like, ooh. oh, so this is going to be like uh, sweetness and lightning, but with booze. Yes, but shorter and less wholesome. Oh. Oh. It's, oh. Hard, I mean, be, it's, it's hard, hard to be, it's hard to be as wholesome. wholesome as sweetness and lightning. Are you fucking kidding me? Sumugi True. is the perfect little cinnamon bun and if anything happened to her, I would kill everybody in the room and then myself. Yikes. Okay. Look, I'm heavily invested in my adorable, wholesome anime characters, eh? Okay, okay. So we're gonna learn some cocktail recipes. Are we going to be making any of these? I think that would be a fun uh, little experiment for it. I don't know if we'll get to do it uh, during this recording, but we might uh, we might post some updates in the future, maybe on our Patreon. We'll know. We'll see. Because there's some interesting cocktails that are like, mm, I'd be willing to try that. And some that are like, is that a cocktail, though? Well, I mean, depending on how it goes... We can at least try and make one of them, see how it goes. I'm going to be driving, so I'll only have a sip, and then you can have the rest and get absolutely ganky on me. <laughs> you just want to see my cute Moe side, admit it. Oh, I love your cute Moe side. Uh, I wish somebody else did. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, Dylan, I think that's more than enough information. Do you have any questions before we get into this? Actually, yes. Does it actually touch on the... Uh, this is, is going to be answered by the show, of course, but I just want to know before going into it, is it going to touch into the darker side of her functional alcoholism, or is it going to maintain mostly lightheartedness? It's going to be mostly lighthearted. It is okay. only three minutes per episode. Okay, that's fair. It's going to yeah. be some fun. Here's a cocktail. Okay. Yeah. No, overall, I'd say it's a cute little show, and it'll be interesting to see what you think of it. This is the first time I've shown you something that isn't going to break your fucking heart, though. Okay. Well, I'm, like, I say you're break your heart. Okay. Uh, it's not going to hurt you. Okay. Hopefully. Oh, okay. The alcohol this... might, but we've known that for years about you. The alcohol always hurts me, and yet I keep going back. All right. And without further ado, let's jump into some love is like a cocktail. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming the entirety of Osake wa Fufu ni Nate Kara, uh, or Love is Like a Cocktail, if you can stand my horrible pronunciation. And it was a three-minute series, I figured might as well get it all done in one sitting. And Dylan, I have to ask you, what did you think? You know, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling loose, I've let my hair down. We've actually made a cocktail. Yes, yes, uh, we wanted to try and make a cocktail from the show. Uh, very easy, simple cocktails, and some non-alcoholic ones, which was a very nice uh, little tangent, because not everything has to be about alcohol. Unfortunately, we actually did not have some of the ingredients to make some of them. So instead, I improvised and actually made a cocktail that I am calling a screaming monkey fart. <laughs> I mean, I know I joked about that earlier, Dylan, because I asked if it had a weird, funny name. But you don't actually have to do the stupid joke name I chose. You could choose something, you know, a bit more reasonable. Because what are people going to think I'm drinking? Uh, probably something that is somewhat, you know, nutty, sweet, and definitely very brown. Well, it is, the, it is very brown. 
not super brown, but like, uh, this is what I, I would call this a poor man's Irish coffee is what I would call this. I, I don't know. I think the ingredients in there are actually a bit more expensive than that in your typical Irish coffee. Well, some of them were homemade, so technically. But uh, this one, I actually decided to do something in- incredibly simple like the show. The show, the most ingredients I think they mentioned in a cocktail were four or five, and they were all pretty equal measurements. It was either equal or portions of a measurement, so it was like 60 mils, 60 mils, 30 mils, all pretty easy like that. So this, I actually went with an iced Kahlua coffee, and Sean is enjoying the hell out of it as far as I can tell. Uh, and it's two of my favorite things, Dylan. I it was two parts or two two parts coffee, one part Kahlua, and half a part milk. Yeah, like I said, kind of just a poor man's iced Irish coffee. It's uh, because like when you think Irish coffee, you think uh, hot with you know that nice Irish cream and a good, nice, tasty, warm drink. This is just a nice, cool, chill drink with a little bit of that uh, that really strong coffee flavor. And the Kahlua we used was actually homemade as well. So it's got, and it leans heavy on the vanilla. So it's like a very nice, like morning vanilla iced coffee. It's, it's your morning vanilla latte to keep you actually ready for the long day ahead. And I am totally, oh, if only the society we lived in was a bit more tolerant. Then I would probably give that a try every once in a while. But well, alas... It's, no. it's not the society that you have to worry about, Mr. Lactose Intolerant. This would probably make you shit like, I don't know, at least, you'd go at least through at least five stacks of toilet paper with one of these. Yeah, I am incredibly lactose intolerant, so I haven't even tried this. I did try the, the homemade clue we used, and it is lovely. However, I elected not to actually try the main drink itself because, well, Sean's bathroom is a lovely, nice kind of beige, and I did not want to turn into a horrifying brown. I really appreciate that, and I have a slight confession to make, Dylan. Uh-oh. It definitely was white before. Oh. Look, oh, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I had a Snickers earlier. I was hungry. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A Snickers is the catalyst that you need to start the brownification process of any bathroom? If anything, I feel like that would just back you up more. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that milk, that low quality milk chocolate no 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 no. if i want to survive if i want to you know have a good day and i want to have chocolate let's be the dark stuff 85 percent dark 85 percent. wow you want it you want that b-grade chocolate i see i love it i love it dark man i love it dark as i think we can all agree to that a little bit of dark always goes a long way but yeah so no we couldn't make an exact cocktail from the show but honestly the cocktails were so straightforward and easy that wouldn't have been too much of a difference so it and anything i just got an excuse to have my friend make me a drink which is uh always appreciated but drinks aside dylan what did you think of the show i actually really enjoyed it and i there's so much more they could have done they had a really solid format it was cute it actually was mildly educational for those that are you know alcohol alcohol inclined alcohol inclined if yes. you are if you're inclined towards imbibing alcohol it is definitely something that you know it it's a cute nice show it's easily digestible i don't necessarily recommend binging it but you know if you're like hey i'm bored and i want to try a new drink let's put on the show it's like the anime version of cocktail chemistry it is easy to digest and just Really nice. Yeah. No, it's a it's a surprisingly wholesome show, at, even though it's listed as a seinen product. Uh, which, for uh, more clarification, seinen uh, is classified as for adults. Uh, like 
because uh, shonen is directed towards you know young men, young boys, young adults. Uh, seinen is more for uh, men in their mid to late twenties. That seinen meant you had like really big, spiky blonde hair and you shouted all the time. No, 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 that's a super seinen. Okay, it's different. See, and if you get uh, if you get good enough, you can be a super duper blue seinen. What? Wait, what? Oh, do you do you not know about Dragon Ball Super? I know it exists. Ooh, that'll be an interesting thing to have a conversation with you about. Oh, dearie it, me. It okay. gets strange. It gets wild. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, can't say it's quality. <laughs> That's true about a lot of anime, as much as I hate to say it. But this show actually was, I, uh, the art quality was definitely not great. Some of the writing, not perfect. But I enjoyed it. It was wholesome. It was fun. And the characters, while definitely not exactly three-dimensional, they were like point. Three to two point five. They were simple, but they uh, did the purpose well, and you could actually tell what they wanted, what they cared about, and what they were like. They did all have pretty clearly established goals and character traits that there wasn't exactly character growth because, again, three minute episode and only twelve of them. It was less than two hours of content, but it was still it had time to expand on pretty much. Well, it expanded at least on the main two characters and then it two of the I'd say four side characters. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was uh this is a show adapted from uh if I remember correctly, I want to say oh it's actually from a, a web manga. So it's just a little a uh, little web manga adaptation, which is really cute. And it's all it really needed to be. Just a little nice bit of, of anime candy with a little bit of wholesome flavor in case you don't have time to watch a full episode. And if you like booze, it's there for you too. It's nothing groundbreaking. Most people rate it at about a six or a seven, uh, give or take, and that's about where I would put it for this kind of thing. Uh, but overall, not a bad little uh, little short form show. Yeah, not at all. And if a rating scale was fair and five was actually average, I would put this at about a six or a seven. However, in a weave rating score where anything below seven is below average, or seven is your strong average, kind of like an IGN review, at least by mouse statistics. I would say this is like a seven, nine, eight, one, somewhere in that general base. But my understanding of mouse scoring is weird. I know it's for some reason oddly tribalistic and very meme yeah, especially like, with uh, interspecies reviewers making it to what, number one? Yeah, I was at number one for a hot minute until the uh, people tried and fixed that uh, because, you know. That, Review it, bombing is not okay. No, no, it screws up with the algorithm. I, I get the joke. I do. It was it was a funny joke, honestly. I thought very it was funny, funny joke. But still not quite okay. Yeah, no, there's a there's a balance to these things. Like, I remember the days when Pingu in the City was number one. Oh, give it time, Sean. Give it time. Oh, God, I don't want to. I don't want to. Pingu is very disturbing, if you think about it. It's a clay penguin that makes strange duding sounds and gets frustrated. Yeah, no, I, mm, I ain't about that penguin boy. I don't trust him. I mean, it was April Fool's recently, and it's been a while since Remington has done anything to us. He would never do an actual April Fool's episode on April Fool's. Are you fucking kidding me? That would be the last time he would ever do April Fool's. That would be the last time we would expect him to be able fools. No, no, it, it's too, it goes too much against his principles. Uh, and I will say this, the main reason I chose this anime for you, aside from our obvious uh, love of uh, the bougie, the boozy stuff, the bougie booze, if you will, uh, is Remington would not really have any kind of appreciation for this show or any kind of major comments on it. Uh, I can tell you exactly why, what he would say, uh, mostly that main dude's just kind of a bland bitch and there's not really anything going on in the show worthwhile, is his uh, perspective. I can guarantee that. 
simply due to the fact that the subject matter doesn't interest him. And that's kind of how most people will feel about this show. Yeah, and I can definitely understand why this probably didn't even do too well in Japan even. Uh, but and a lot of the anime community, to my understanding, they're not very into alcohol or cocktails, which is a shame. Makes it this a bit of a niche show. And I can definitely understand why if Remington were to watch this, why he would say the husband was a bit bland. He was at least, you know, he did. He had a personality. It was just a very simple, straightforward thing. And you knew what he wanted. He knew what he liked. Yeah, he was mildly bland. He didn't, they didn't expand on really anything, but he was very always kind to his wife, always incredibly patient, probably a little overbearing, honestly, though. But that's fine if both people are, are enjoy that. That's the other thing is this show is consent centric, which is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, everyone's an adult. Oh, yes. How I have waited for the day when you'd show me a show where everyone is actually an adult. I have plenty of shows like that. It's just they're not as common because, you know, it's writing uh, good uh, long shows about adults can be a bit tricky sometimes if you're not, uh, especially from a world building perspective. It's why a lot of really awesome action shows uh, star young folk. Uh, Because, you know, young impressionable folk, it's easy to get that good sweet exposition out. Uh, There's a lot of different storytelling theories and uh, story composition uh, niche stuff that we could go into about that. But suffice it to say, it's easier to make a new world and write uh, with the focus being on younger folk because they have room to learn and grow. Making a show about adults, uh, adults tend to be a bit more rigid in a lot of ways and it can be a bit more difficult to convince your audience that they are growing and changing. But even though that is difficult, they don't always have to grow and change. I mean, these characters have stayed the same throughout the entire show. The only major difference we saw was a flashback from the the meeting, uh, getting to know each other a little bit, their first interaction, and then cut to when they're married and how they are now. Which was really cute, honestly. It was kind of a cute way of showing how they initially met, uh, where she was on her way. She was handling a very important work prototype thing, I think, um, for the marketing firm she works at. Oh, no, she was just playing with a stress toy, and she was just stressed at work because, hate to break it to you, but once you start working, especially in a corporate environment, stress can be hard and it can get to you very easily, Uh, especially like in a uh, Japanese office-style environment if you're not used to it. Uh, Agretzko is a very good example of an anime that talks about some of the negative sides of working in that kind of environment. Although we don't necessarily know what kind of environment she works in. It was definitely an office, some sort of office-y type office-y thing where she works late uh, and she works in PR. That is all they really expand upon with the actual work itself. It doesn't Uh, need to be much more than that. It just needs to be something that is easy to identify, makes sense why they would be stressed out about it, and uh, provoke that the most minor amount of conflict possible. But ultimately, this show is cute if you're into the idea of watching a a decent couple talk about drinks and be a little bit on the moe side with each other. Oh, definitely. And I actually really enjoyed seeing the change from, you know, very stern, serious to kind of laid back and ditzy. Although the fact that it was really with just with one sip of any given beverage was a bit silly, I think. Okay, to be fair, she has a reaction after the first sip and then immediately downs the whole drink. So yeah, her alcohol tolerance is light, is weak, but she can throw them back pretty quickly. I don't even think it's an alcohol tolerance problem. It has to just be all in her head because we saw how she was when she was given initially the fake cocktail that she didn't know had no alcohol in. And she immediately did what she did for every cocktail. She took her hair down. She got all ditzy and big blue eyes going, ooh, and tried to cuddle up with her husband. Uh, I believe his name was Sora, right? That is correct. And her name... Goofy and Donald were not present, unfortunately. No, unfortunately not. What a fucking crossover, though. (laughs) However, traditionally, Mickey was also absent. I totally thought you just said Mickey was absinthe, and I'm like, hmm, that'd be interesting. They actually didn't touch on absinthe at all in that one. No, no, it was a very uh, tame uh, 
type of cocktail uh, setup. Like, because absinthe has this kind of bad reputation, obviously, even though it's... Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's fantastic. In small quantities. <laughs> As with most alcohol. Yes, drink responsibly. The anime out of context rule. Please, drink responsibly. Do not drink anything that Dylan hands you. Drink responsibly. Oh, crap. Uh, also, we tend to be hypocritical sometimes. Do not listen. Uh, do as we say, not as we do. Like your smoking grandmother. She knows it's killing her, but she just wants the best for you. She wants you to live a long and happy life, even if it means she's gonna die in two or three years in extreme agony and leave your entire family incredibly depressed. Uh, cancer. <laughs> that at <laughs> But at any rate, this, I'm glad that I got to watch this with you, Dylan, because it's been a while since you and I just had a nice chance to chill, talk about cocktails and enjoy ourselves. And ultimately, I think this was a good little, uh, little experiment, you know? We might get more, more Dylan-based content in the future if people requested enough. After all, our, our conversation style tends to be a bit more smooth and, uh, laid back than, uh, the high-functioning antics of myself and Remington, which might be a nice change of pace from pe for people from time to time. I'm a little bit less on the analytical side and more focused on shows on how exactly they make me feel and what I can get out of the show. Uh, You're so. able to enjoy a show for what it is without having to be hateful at all the little tiny nitty gritty details, right? Exactly. But I also don't get incredibly drawn in and obsessed with shows. I like think I'm a bit of a happy medium ground to, to you and Rem. Oh yeah. I, I And that's what I like having you around for. You can help temper our conflicting personalities, you might say. We may all be very similar uh, in a lot of ways, but when it comes to media review, we can get pretty hostile. Uh, or not so hostile in this case. It'll be interesting to see what happens when we get a uh, uh, an episode or two with just you and Remington. I'm, I look forward to it. That means less work for me. Oh, no, 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 no. You're still gonna have plenty of work to do when that episode comes around. I beg your pardon? Oh, you're not gonna be doing any of the actual reviewing, but you're still gonna have to be here. Oh, good. I'm gonna have to sit here and be suffering. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, that's something terrifying I have to look forward to, but ultimately, Dylan, final thoughts on, on uh, this show? I'm gonna give it a solid B. It is cute. It is nice. Not something you definitely want to binge, but you can accidentally. It's like a cocktail. Enjoy it responsibly. I like that. And I'm going to give this cocktail a B plus because I really enjoy it. Fantastic. I'm glad I could at least make you a little bit happy in these trying times. And you know, I do hear that alcohol is really good at killing viruses. Uh, to certain proofs, please don't just start pouring whiskey on yourself. Or do, if that's what you're into. Pour some whiskey on me. Okay, okay. Calm down, Def Leppard. We... I think that'll do it. Before we get out, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Before we get out of here, though, we do have a little bit of house cleaning that we need to do. Uh, first of all, for those of you who don't know or didn't hear us uh, shilling it throughout the podcast as we normally do, uh, we have a Patreon, a little place where you can uh, chuck a few bucks our way if you have the means and uh, help us create more content as well as have uh, monthly bonus content as well as additional content on the weekly. Uh, and on that Patreon, we have some lovely people that uh, we would like to thank for uh, supporting us in all of our strange endeavors, especially in these trying times. As Sean mentioned, we do have many perks to being a patron, and while we do want to thank our first and second tiers, our bland bitch protagonists, and our magical girls, the shoutouts start off with our yandere waifus, and this week we are going to be shouting out Alexander Nasciencio and Miles to Go, Andrew Rome, oh, ye, mm, Polish, I think it's Polish, R-O-W-I-C-K-I, let me say that, Rowicki, Rowish, Rowiski, Rowiski, Andrew Whiskey, Rowicki, I, mm, I don't know if that's, 
Like it, it could be as simple as just a uh, row wiki or because I feel like the CK indicates a very hard a pronunciation even in other languages. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Sure, let's go with row wiki. And, uh, and if it's not row wiki, please let us know, and we will apologize and probably still get it wrong in the future. Yeah, this is the actual first time I think I've been that caught on a name. Wow. Uh, I mean, people think my name is pronounced Roland, so I get it. That's no, no, that's not okay. I, whole life. It's how it's spelled. It makes sense to a degree, but nah, nah, nah. Irish are weird. Fortunately, followed up by someone with a much easier name to pronounce, we have Anonymous Gamer. And then, oh, fuck me. Anthony Chukachian? Chukachian. 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 Are you sure? Take a fucking look. Let's see. What's your name look like, Anthony? He goes by Chuk57 in our Discord server. I know that much. Chukachian? Fuck, now you have me double guessing. By the way, Anthony, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, feel free to send your angry corrections to Dylan as soon as possible. Absolutely. Please send all of them to me. I will, of course, apologize and then do my best to remedy the situation, except for when Remington does it. Then you can yell at him. Oh, yeah. He loves getting yelled at. Absolutely. It feels his his spiteful rage against the weebs. After our dear friend Anthony, we have Farmer Weeb, Fluffy, Glenn Michael Dolan, Hayden Lecker, H. Wood, Jacob Livingston, Kazoo Maracas, Kyle King, Leos123, Ross Palmer, Salty Pretzel, Sarah Birch, That One Weeb, Uliana, Z- and Zarix to round out the Yandere waifu tier. And above that, we're in Hogwarts, Sean. Oh, hell yeah. I, I got my I got my uh, my robes. I got my owl. Uh, it's not a very good owl. It's just one of those little guys, but I love him dearly, and uh, I would die for him, just m- much like most cute animals. Fortunately, you might. Now run into that brick wall, and I'll take us to Hogwarts. Oh, I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, we have Brady Weinbarger and Rich Huffnagel, who are uh, enjoying the halls of Hogwarts and our boy wizard tier. I'll buy a pint of Hogsmeade on me. How about that? And now, we're going to change things up a bit. Instead of going to that nice big castle, we're going to go to the White House. And this week, we have a concerning number of people in our Chef and Amusco tier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know one of them is a special scenario. But guys, come on. We're not that great. <laughs> uh, so, of course, at the top, in their high tower, we have Saint. Ah, uh, the patron saint of our show. Patron saint. Our Patreon saint. And his counterpart on the opposite side of the coin, living in the dungeon, the almighty sinner. Where he shall remain until uh, otherwise dealt with. He's our friend, so we can tease him that way. Oh, we can tease him all we please, and we're giving him that fun little document as a gift. Oh, God. I, I don't like that gift. Oh, don't worry, Sean. It's a view. That's why I don't like that gift. We also have Zachary Shirley, who is Shirley, one of my favorite patrons. Oh, beat me to it. Oh. But that's okay. He wanted someone else to make the joke because I think he's sick of hearing me say it. <laughs> you can't have all the fun, Sean. I can't, but I try to anyways because I'm greedy. Next up, we have Cassidy Justin, who actually recently increased her patron tier all the way to Chef and Amusco, all the way to the top. Like, holy crap, Cassidy. I, yeah, wow. Like, that. thank you so much. That's really nice of you. We love and appreciate you. Also, why? <laughs> that question also continues to our final person in the Chef and Amusco tier, whose name is simply Take Your Damn Money, Dylan. <laughs> this is my favorite. Okay, so I got a message the other day from uh, the lovely lady that Dylan has been seeing, and uh, a, a simply... A message reading that Dylan bought my family dinner and refused to accept any kind of repayment. So the craziness of her family decided to create this Patreon uh, to send us a one month subscription to our highest tier in order to make sure Dylan gets some money. Also as punishment, they're going to write their own fan fiction and make him read it. And I've 
agreed to these terms and I can't fucking wait. This is going to be so good. I love and appreciate them, but holy fuck, I am dating the devil. It's okay. Uh, you've been in the contract with the two of us for just as long, so a third contract can't really be too harmful on your soul. You're not Voldemort after all. You haven't reached seven yet. I wonder how many pieces it can split into. <laughs> and along with our patron tiers, we actually do have an announcement. So, as I mentioned earlier, there's a Dokimaker of Sean that has been made. It is actually at my house right now. I just forgot to bring it to the studio so I can't show it to the boy. I don't want to see it. That's fine. We also have one of Remington and I did a drawing the winner of the Remington docu, which we are all going to sign and ship to him as soon as we can all get together in the same place. Yeah, as soon as that's possible. Also, if you don't want this, we're sorry. <laughs> if you do not want this horrifying sight, it's too late. I asked you. You said okay. You consented. So we're going to be sending Saint the Remington doc. Oh, Saint, you've supported us for a long time and luckily for you, the drawing uh, came out in your favor. So congratulations. You're going to have a sexualized pillow of one of my best friends. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that personally. Oh, I'll I feel warm and fuzzy inside. That that warm and fuzzy feeling you're feeling is called hatred and spite, uh, which is fair. We've done some things, but I don't know, man. I mean, as someone who consumes a lot of media where characters get sexualized, I don't know how I feel about being sexualized myself. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. That's why I'm terrified. I got uh, one description that was described to me was a shoujo with twink energy, and I don't like that. You know what? That's actually a really good description. Who said it like that? Uh, a friend of mine who's ha happened to see it. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, shoujo with twink energy is a very good way of describing it. Um, I'd say Remington's is... Like, I've seen a glimpse of Remington's, it and his is very much a, it's a very much, uh, dark grunge shonen style. It makes me uncomfortable. It's the one, Sean, I'm fine with yours. Yours is whatever. Remington's makes me uncomfortable. You're dating a psychopath, but that's fine. You usually do. Okay, and with that, that closes out our patrons. Uh, but I know what you're thinking. Times are tough, especially right now, and if you can't afford to throw a couple bucks our way, that's perfectly fine. We get it, especially right now. Save your money. We'll be fine. We have somewhat real jobs most of the time. And there's still plenty of ways to support us. For one, you can actually just go on to whatever podcast platform you listen on, like uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Podbean, and give us a five-star review and leave a comment. Those actually really do help us out on the business side of things. It helps us grow and uh, expand, get our voice out to more weebs and non-weebs alike, and hopefully people will uh, actually start to like us a bit more, which would be nice. I need the self-confidence boost, especially in these dark times. Uh, although, another thing you can do, just tell a friend. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to grow in any way. Just don't shove it down your throat like I do with Remington to anime because otherwise then he'll definitely hate it. Then they'll spit it right back out. Which could be nice in a weird way. If someone talks badly enough about us, someone will be curious and come and listen. You know what? Just talk about us. That's all I care about. Any publicity is good publicity. That's what they always say. Uh, it's a good thing we're not politicians. Uh, and, with and, and if you do want to get into contact with us, we actually have a couple ways of doing that. Um, you can A, actually message us directly on Patreon or your comments on any reviews or definitely something that we see. You can also send an email on over to animeoutofcontext at gmail.com or tweet at us at animeconpod. And we even have a Discord. Uh, we occasionally drop limited time links if you want to join our little community, our little happy family of weebs and, you know, share some memes with us, play some games, and just chat and have a good time. Yeah, we're not organized enough to have a permanent link set up yet because we're scared of, of change and lots of people. So just keep an eye out for that and we'll let you come in at bursts. Uh, and once again, everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you. Stay safe, wash your hands, and as always, don't fuck your sister. And drink responsibly. Yes, please. Okay. I almost just grabbed the microphone and tried to drink it.